everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of the Pathway to Peace podcast. My name is Caroline O'Sullivan and I'm your host. Um, If you're new here, welcome. We are so happy to have you. And by we, I mean me. It's just a one woman show right now, but I'm loving the process. I'm trying to learn new fun podcasting tricks for me to use in my episodes. And I've been big into the listening to podcasts recently. Um, I'm just like all over the globe between like the true crime podcasts and just like the lifestyle chats. And I find that ones that are really like conversational and chat based are the ones that I find the most enjoyable because they're not like streamlined into like one topic, I guess. They kind of talk about like a bunch of different things all at once. And I think that that is a great representation of the human experience, right? Like I know my brain does not focus on one straight thing for probably more than 20 minutes at least. And that's if I'm like really concentrating. Um, I can be thinking of 30 different things in a 10 minute span of things I need to do or want to do. So I think kind of forming these as more chats um, will be really great. And I'm excited for it. So um, thank you for being on this journey with me as I navigate making a podcast and seeing how this works. So um, today I wanted to come on here and kind of just like talk about what the heck is like end of college post-grad life and what does it even entail type of thing? Um, Because I find that there's this concept of timelines that a lot of people in their early 20s and even in like late teens, late 20s, seem to be forced into by society, by, you know, their loved ones, whatever it might be. There are a lot of different things that we are constantly pressured to do every single day. And when we have, you know, the thoughts and feelings of society and those around us blabbering on and on and on all the time, it makes it a lot less quiet for us to think and reflect about what we actually want to do. And I mean, I could rant about this for hours. Like I have so many different positions on post-grad life and what it is. And I think it's something that it's either you really are thriving and you're loving it and it's been a great change. You either absolutely hate it and would do anything to go back to like the independence and freedom of college or you are like the most of us who are in this middle gray area of like, okay, yes, I want to go back to college because it was fun and I had more time on my hands, but also like want to kind of grow and move into this next stage in my life. And I think among those three options, like the I love it, the I hate it, and the absolute gray area, as I like to call it. I feel like it fluctuates depending on the day, the week, the month, the year. I think I weave in and out of different states all the time. I know right after leaving, you know, I was extremely confused and really lost. 
And for somebody who's very anxious, I hate change. I am not good with it at all. And there was a vast world of unknown life ahead of me. Uh, There was one day I was, you know, sitting in a plastic chair, listening to somebody speak at me, you know, kind of encapsulating everything I did over a four-year period of time. I walked in a straight line. I was used to having, you know, structure and people telling me what to do. Like, okay, here's this homework assignment. Here's this test that you need to study for. Here's this syllabus for this class and this and that. And the next day, I had no direction anymore. Nobody was telling me what I needed to do professionally. You know, I was an academic. I was an academic performer. And now I'm in a world where there's no more homework. There's no more classes. There's no more teachers. And you're never going to be going back to this campus ever again. So that was a very daunting feeling as an already anxious person to realize, you know, my life was changing forever. Like I was entering this new chapter and I felt like I couldn't process it. And it is still taking time for me to really process my emotions and how I felt and reflecting back on my time as a student and my time as just an individual in college. And, you know, I've been graduated for like, been graduated, LOL. I graduated like nine months ago, eight months ago. And there's still so many things that I feel like I'm needing to work out and kind of understand about myself, you know? Now for me, my path was not ideal. It wasn't something that I was really looking forward to after graduating for a lot of reasons. I mean, I was in an environment where a lot of people that I was close with were kind of going into a job in a field of their interest. Some of my friends are healthcare majors. They were going in and working at hospitals or they were continuing, you know, the internships that they started as full-time employees. My best friends from home, you know, were getting jobs in the fashion industry. One is working in one of the greatest hospitals in the United States doing laboratory research and testing. Another one went to school for education and is teaching. So I was surrounded by this idea that I absolutely needed to do my dream job immediately. I needed to do something in my field immediately. And the only thing that I had ever thought about for maybe more than a year for a future path was guidance counseling. It just felt like it ticked off every single box that I was looking for in a job. You know, you're able to provide career advice to young students. You're able to provide that mental health assistance and you're able to kind of help children, specifically high schoolers is where I was thinking, navigate a very difficult time where there's a lot of physical change and there's a lot of um, social change. I just wanted to kind of be a part of that pivotal time. And the only way that I could kind of go from being a bachelor psychology student was to go to school again and get my master's. 
And that was not in the cards for me. It just wasn't going to be the right time because not only did I not have the funds to put myself through school, I couldn't risk taking another 200 grand-ish in loans out for my master's degree. And honestly, part of me was just like, Carolyn, take that leap of faith. Go and get that loan. Go get your master's. Like, do what you want to do right now. Go for it. And, you know, I think part of me really wanted to do it. But now looking back, part of me is so glad that I didn't. You know, I think it's a double-edged sword. And it's, again, that polarity of post-grad life where you love yourself and you hate yourself and you don't know what to do with yourself. So there's a part of me that hates myself for not going and getting my master's right away. There's a part of me that loves it because I wouldn't have been able to get the experience that I'm getting right now. As much stress as my job might cause me, I've grown a lot as a person. And then there's part of me that's like, I don't even know anymore. You know, I've experienced corporate America. I've experienced what it's like being in a psychology classroom and how much I loved that. It's like, I don't know what to do anymore. Like, what if I feel stuck down the line and I'm not going to be able to get out as easily as I thought? What if four years comes down the line and I'm like, this is a perfect time to get my master's. And then something else kind of throws a rock in the middle of my journey to doing so and I'm not able to. And this is just like the up and downs that I feel all the time. Like it's never this straight line path of like, wow, like I'm feeling really great about that decision. I'm feeling really great about where I am at this point in my life. And I think there's a lot of discrediting and there's a lot of judgmental behavior that happens with students in this post-grad stage of life. And I think one of the biggest things to anybody that's currently going through it right now or is about to enter it or has been in it for some time is to really understand that. Like there is never going to be a day that you feel the same about where you are right now. You know, there are days where everything at work is going really well and I'm super happy. I'm like, wow, like I'm really proud of myself for, you know, taking this leap of faith and taking on a challenge working for a tech company as a psychology student, not really knowing a lot about the field and learning to thrive in it and learning to adapt in it. There are days where, you know, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm sobbing because I'm stressed out and I'm overwhelmed and I get this ping and this itch in the back of my mind that's like, you should have gone to grad school. You know, you would have been five steps ahead of, you know, the rest of the world because you'd be getting your master's and you'd be one step closer to doing your dream job so you wouldn't have to be dealing with clients and X, Y, and Z. And then there's a part of me that's like, I I don't even know anymore. Like, do I want to go get my master's? Do I want to be working in tech? Do I want to be working in psychology? Do I want to be working anywhere? There are some days where I'm like, all right, you know, being a stay-at-home mom someday would be absolutely elite. I would love that you know, but that's definitely not in the cards for me. But that's just how my mind works. It's a never ending roller coaster of, I should have done this. I should have done this. I should have done this. But then going back on my word the next day and saying something entirely opposite, like I'm cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over here. Like that's, 
this is what post-grad is. It's like this never-ending whirlwind of questions and really trying to figure out what is going on, who you are, and trying to develop it. And unfortunately, our society has not really given a lot of grace periods in between milestones. I think it's a blessing and a curse. You know, one day I was a college student sitting in a plastic chair, putting a rope on one side of my hat to another. The next day I was driving up to the Cape, actually wondering what the heck was going to happen because everything was unknown. And this uncertain feeling that I had been having, especially like on this drive right after I had graduated was kind of twofold. Um, one of them was professionally because I was about to start a job in two weeks and I didn't know if I was going to like it or not or what it would entail. But on the other hand, I felt like I didn't really know who I was anymore um, because I had spent so much time in college doing clubs and focusing on homework and studying and, you know, performing very well academically and being very well-rounded so I could get a job. Now I had reached that point, but I also was a people pleaser. So by the end of it, I didn't even know what I wanted anymore. Um, I didn't know what my values were, what my opinions were if I had any, you know, I didn't know what I liked. It was hard for me to even like find TV shows to watch because I didn't even know what I enjoyed anymore. And, you know, I didn't know what type of person I was. And having that double whammy kind of hitting me all at once was not only extremely draining, um, but I was also very judgmental of myself, you know, I was angry for letting myself kind of get worn down to the point where I didn't know who I was, but also, you know, not being excited enough for this next step. You know, I should feel grateful that, you know, I have a job and that I'm going to start getting, you know, that income coming in so I can start paying my loans and saving up for an apartment. Why am I not more grateful? You know, why am I so not self-actualized. There's a lot of anger that's harbored there. And that took a lot of navigating. But I do have to say that one of the benefits of post-grad life, especially if you're not in school, is a lot of the time that you would invest into studying and doing homework, all gone, you know, and it's all given back to you. And I have a lot of um, time-centered anxiety as well. I mean, I'm just a genuine, generally anxious person, um, but mine is all about like lost time. Um, so I see a lot of things as lost time. And homework was definitely one of them. Lost time that I could have used to invest in myself and figure out what I liked to do. And now I get that back. I have all this time that I can focus on watching TV shows, learning how to make a podcast, you know, making social media posts for my Pathway to Peace page, drawing stuff for my three new self-boards that I have in my room, which, yes, update three additional self-boards. I'm going to put them on Pathway to Peace soon, but they're just like not done. Um, but that has been such an exciting part of this new chapter in my life. Um, 
I'm also kind of surprised at how independent I'm still able to be despite living at home. Um, a lot of people that I know are in apartments um, and not living with their parents, which I really wanted to have and was not um, able to do financially. But I have found that, you know, I'm able to go visit my boyfriend and my best friends in Boston, you know, over the weekend. And I'm able to really explore the city in a way that I never had been before. I'm learning how to drive in the city. I'm learning a lot of like these core like life skills on my own without, you know, my mom or my dad holding my hand through it, you know, or having somebody next to me in the same class going through the same thing. It's really just learning how to navigate on your own. And that is exciting. You know, that's really the meaning of post-grad. And it can be very daunting, but it can also be extremely exciting. And I mean, like, that's just my path. You know, I was in one of those society lanes, as I call it, that I went to school, I got a job, and I'm here now just kind of experiencing life and figuring out who I am and what I want to do. And everybody's path is entirely different. You know, you might have gone right into the workforce after high school and are navigating a new, you know, financial aspect of your life. You might have been able to buy a home because you saved up your money for four years. You might be able to buy a car. You might have been able to invest or travel and see things. You might have gone to college, graduated, and are getting your master's or are in a doctorate program, furthering your education so you can do your dream job. You could just be graduating school and going abroad for a period of time. And that's such a blessing about post-grad that is so wonderful and something that I need to continually remind myself of is that this is such an important time in our lives to really just take advantage of everything. You know, people say college is like the best four years of your life because you have so much freedom and you have so much independence. Yeah, that's true. It definitely is. But when you're in your 20s, it is such an incredible era in our lives where we really can be free and we can do things that we want to do. We might be confined to a syllabus. We might be confined to a nine to five or a 10 to six type of job, but we can save up the money to go travel. We can save up the money to buy a car. We can, you know, go on a shopping spree, even though we have zero funds in our bank account and I'm subtweeting myself. There are so many things that we are able to really explore. And I think it's just a constant reminder that we are always evolving. And, you know, the person that, you know, I thought that I could have been if I wasn't a people pleaser. No, I already know that that person has changed and I am a new person. And that if I went and got my master's right after graduating college, that I'd be a different person than who I am now, not personality wise, but maybe goal wise. And now, you know, looking at it, I didn't think, I don't think I was ready yet. And it's good for me to kind of take that time. You know, I always kind of bring myself back to rationalizing things and why 
my path and where I am is good for me and why the path of the person next to me is good for them. This was a nice long ramble about post-grad life. And the thing is, there is no straight line. There is no clear-cut answer. It's not some type of mathematic formula where we can plug in an option and it solves the whole thing for us. It's really a trial and error of dipping your foot into one sauce (laughs) and trying it and seeing if you like it, and if not, dipping it into another sauce. Um, I wish I could come up with a better analogy, but the foot in the sauce is what's going to (laughs) work. Um, it's tough. And I honestly, I might even do like more episodes on this too, because I could talk about it for days and, um, it's something that, you know, needs to be discussed a little bit more because it's an, a very anxiety provoking time and it causes a lot of stress and a lot of unknown. But for those of you who have yet to experience it, it's really not awful. I promise you, like the first couple of weeks, it's going to be hard because it's such a change and you don't really know what's going to be next. But I definitely recommend taking that time to explore new parts of you that you might like to try new things because what you might think is your dream path could definitely be your dream path, but maybe the things that you were least expecting could be a forever hobby of yours. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, If you are interested in following my social media, uh, my Instagram is pathway, the number two, and then the letters PCE. Would absolutely love the follow and the support. But I hope you all enjoy the rest of your Monday, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.